0: Welcome to the GORACOM podcast, where investors discover great small-cap companies. Thank you for taking the with you, and make sure to follow
1: our podcast. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Call, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives, catch up what's going on through companies. Today, guys, if you love the metaverse, if you believe in the future of the metaverse, then you're going to love this interview with tokens.com. One tidbit of information. They've got an eight-figure metaverse real estate portfolio alone and all sorts of other digital assets. So you're gonna love this. You can see him on the screen. Andrew Kegel, CEO uh, and co-founder of the company. Uh, guys, as you all know, investors all over the world have seen the, wa- the rise of web three and that includes metaverse, blockchain, NFTs, tokens, and cryptos. Yes, there have been uh, corrections in a lot of those just like we saw back in the dot-com days. But the fact of the matter is the web of web, the rise of Web3 is undeniable. Uh, we see the increase every day. We're seeing announcements about Metaverse and all sorts of developments of Web3. Uh, why is tokens.com so important to everybody? It's a publicly traded company that invests in Web3 assets, builds businesses linked to crypto staking, the Metaverse and play to earn gaming. So what does that mean? Because a lot of you may made under- made understand that, that's exactly why tokens.com is important to you, because it gives everyday investors a chance to participate and invest in Web3 without having to try and educate and get caught up on all of that, because a lot of times it's so difficult to understand that people just kind of give up. Uh, you know, the company raised $12 million last year. Like I said, they got an eight-figure eight metaverse real estate portfolio. Cash and digital assets are between 17 and $20 million. That doesn't include Metaverse Group and Hulk Gaming. And as a vote of confidence, Insider's own approximately 24% of the company. There's so many things we can talk about. You know they're a winner because of that introduction. Andrew, welcome back. Let's talk about the company. Thanks, George. Um, Let's talk about, you know, you're you're one of the foremost experts on this because you've been on CNBC, the Wall Street Journal, CNN. Everyone refers to you to talk about what's happening. Before we go to tokens.com specifically, what's the Web3 macro situation look like? Cause some people are seeing falling prices, and thinking Web3 is over. You and I both know different. What can you tell us about the big picture in Web3?
0: Yeah, there's certainly a dislocation between the market perception, the capital market perception and the development that's going on in the space. If you look last year, there was about $33 billion invested into Web3 um, projects. This year, it's about 20 billion year to date. If you just follow the money and you see that all of this money is being flowed into, you know, Web3, new companies, infrastructure. These companies over the next few years are going to come to fruition and they're going to start providing value add products and be growing. You know, the next Amazons, Microsofts and Facebooks are being built today, regardless of what's happening here, because right now, you know, let's face it, the world is in a little bit of a, a volatile state given the war, inflation, energy crisis, climate change. And so people are unsure as to how to invest. The and risk analogy- is off,
1: just to interject there, usually they run to very secure things and risk is off because we've seen big tech and a lot of a lot of that category is, has seen pullbacks. T-
0: t- totally, and, and we've been suffering from that as have a lot of other technology, small caps and even large caps have been suffering. You know, We talked earlier, even you know, Meta, Facebook is off by 62% year to date. Yep. And so it's a tough time to be running a public tech company, but again, let's take a step back. Let's follow where the money is going. Let's take a look at, you know, as an analogy, what happened back in 2000 when the the internet bubble burst, that didn't mean that the utility of the internet had gone away. It just means that there's a revaluation of the assets. There's a revaluation in terms of how people are thinking about this. And it's a little bit about weeding out the weaker players. And I think that's what's happening today.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, back in back in the dot-com crash, you and I were there for both sides, the, the good times and the downfall. Uh, you know, there are two main pretenders. George Bucks, now in the metaverse world, George Bucks comes along. I've got a token offering, people get excited. I promise them. Same thing happened back then. We went through a catharsis, then a bit of a lull. And then what re- people realize what you said, the utility hasn't gone away. They just want to see companies being building real solutions for the internet and hence yeah. amazon linkedin facebook and all those start to come along is the same thing going to happen in terms of web3 and that's a perfect segue into the three business segments at tokens.com and what you guys are going to be building
0: well look I, I think if you do the research it's it's fairly easy to connect the dots here and see that this is going to have a profound effect on how technology is done and i i you know i've said many times in the past this technology is going to impact and disrupt every single type of consumer technology. I think you know, the younger generation today is going to have a digital wallet before they have a bank account. I think yeah. you know in terms of thinking about the utility of things like the metaverse and how that's going to evolve, I mean look, one of the largest companies in the world did a complete pivot, Facebook, into becoming a metaverse company. If you look at every single major corporation in the world, from Apple to Microsoft, now to Walmart, to every single fashion brand, all have metaverse Web3 strategies. Again, I would encourage people to take a step back. If all of these companies are investing time, energy, and money into these areas, if Wall Street and Silicon Valley are pouring their money into this area, it's just a matter of time before we see that trickle through into different impacts in our life.
1: In in, in in tokens.com, you got multiple business segments.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, I don't, I don't you if the, want to
1: go through in order of which ones you're most excited about or go through each one, but let's talk about the three segments and what's going on in each one.
0: Sure. And tokens.com was created to provide public market investors with exposure to this, these areas because, frankly, they're hard to get exposure to, hard to understand. Sure. There's a deep learning curve. And the things we're doing are beyond what any individual could do. And so... We're a public company. We own Web3 businesses that are anchored in assets. And that's important. We're not trying to create something from scratch and hoping that it gets to some kind of fruition. Every single one of our three businesses is revenue positive and anchored with assets. That's important. So we'll walk through the first one, our staking business. So staking is the clean energy alternative to crypto mining. Everybody probably heard about Ethereum after the merge converting to proof of stake. Well, that's one of the things we do. We get paid in additional tokens to basically process blockchain transactions. So in the case of Ethereum, every time an NFT trades or something happens, there's a fee paid to Ethereum and Ethereum then needs to pay a fee to stakers like tokens.com for their assistance in processing these transactions on the blockchain. So that's one business. And that business right now has in Canadian dollars, you know, twelve to thirteen million dollars of liquid tokens like Ethereum, Solana, and Dot. That's step one: revenue-positive business. Number two, we got into the Metaverse area, and we did that by acquiring Metaverse land last year. Metaverse Group has an eight-figure portfolio of digital real estate across twelve plus metaverses right now, so over twelve metaverses. We're and over seven hundred fifty parcels. Over 750 parcels in these different areas. So what are we doing with that? I think we're one of the only companies in the world to take that line of business and create what is really an e-commerce business. eCom three is what we call it, where we help brands integrate into web three. We put in a press release a couple of weeks ago that our land in Decentraland is fully leased out. That's incredible. We have over 80 yeah. clients, 80 clients that we're working with right now to do anything from creating an immersive experience to gamifying their brand to renting them land to creating NFTs for them and you know we can talk about sketchers forever 21 we have a few big ones that we will be announcing in the next few weeks with major financial institutions a major accounting firm um, you know major loyalty programs we have so many interesting things in the works and again metaverse group Creating revenue, the revenue is not tied to the performance of the capital markets or to the performance of crypto. It's a real business.
1: It's a real business. It's a real business. You're not hoping people get to buy George bucks and hope that it goes from 50 cents to $5 and try and make some money there. You're building a real foundation that other big companies want and need.
0: We continue to build it, but it's built. Like I said, it is a revenue positive business. Think about that. We started that business about a year ago and we're already revenue positive and have a bunch of assets anchoring that. We're continuing to hire people there, account managers, because we honestly have a hard time managing the inflow of calls that we get and the work that we need to do there. Okay, that's that's awesome.
1: That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Hulk Labs is the third area and Hulk Labs is our view that, you know, there's over 400 million video gamers every day. Yet there's only about one and a half million gaming wallets. And so what we're starting to see is this right. migration from traditional video gamers to web three games, which allows them to play and earn rewards that can be translated into fiat. What we've done there is, is really exciting. Again, another revenue positive business anchored in assets. We use our capital there to purchase gaming NFT assets. We have a, a, a basically a, an army of players in Africa, over a thousand players that are playing these games for us and are earning on our capital between 20 and 23% per month return on our capital. Okay, think about that. Another revenue positive business based on assets where we're continuing to add, we're adding hundreds of players a month. Our goal is to get to 10,000 players, and each one of these are playing games for us. We pay them a commission, they get a very attractive salary for their native country, and we keep the profits. That's a huge business because we actually do the analysis. Where does the
1: revenue come from, Andrew? So people really understand that.
0: Does okay, it come so, from George
1: Calm because we're sponsoring these games or they're playing my games? Where's the where's the revenue come from?
0: So the revenue that works like this. Uh, as an example, Axi Infinity is the largest play-to-earn game in the world. They're called play-to-earn games. So you would go in and you would purchase swords and shields and things that would build your avatar to play this game. If you are successful in playing the game... You're paid in additional tokens from that ecosystem. Those tokens, which are Web3-based, can then be sold and converted to US dollars. So that's how we make the money. So we have all these players. We train them on how to play. We actually have a deal with the Democratic Republic of Congo who's providing them with software, hardware, all the things that they need in Wi-Fi because they're trying to build Web3 blockchain-type jobs that are high-paying in their country. They play the game for us. We take that, we convert it to US dollars, they get a portion for themselves, but we keep the balance. So the game itself is what's generating the revenue for us. Here's the other interesting thing that we're going to do there. Everyone is familiar with the Uber model, connect passenger to driver. What we're going to start beta testing soon and we have a whole bunch of family offices and institutions lined up to want to work with us. We're basically, as we continue to scale our player network into the thousands, which we're already in the thousands and continues to grow, we're gonna have excess playing capacity that we're gonna be able to sell to investors. So if you're a family office or a game or an institution, you're like, okay, I would like to get exposure to something completely uncorrelated to capital markets, we can essentially yep. rent out our player network to you, connect you, and just like Uber, we'll connect, collect a commission for the earnings that are made from those players. So a portion of the earnings will go to the player, a portion will go to us, and then the portion will go to the investor who's putting up their capital for these gaming assets. That's an entirely new asset class that's never been done before. And, you know, we're getting calls from VCs and investors. Yeah, what do you
1: call that? Because that's more than just play to earn. That's uh, that's well, capacity to earn, <laughs> Investor to earn, it's it almost invest to earn.
0: Well, it's amazing because there's, like I said, all of these billions of dollars that have have invested, a lot's going into gaming. So there's these new play to earn games that come out every week. And they're contacting us because they know we can provide liquidity do all kinds of things. And so we're finding ways to make a profit from existing Web3 video games. And we're building, like I said, this army of players who play the game for us for a profit. And that right now in our capital is returning, you know, 20 to 23 percent per month. It's pretty incredible. It's an entirely new asset class. So we're not only eating our own cooking by using our capital there, but soon we'll be launching beta with family offices and institutions to get them in there as well. Um, you know, we're also having conversations about launching a play to earn fund so that people from an offering memorandum can get there and, and collect returns as well. So
1: let me ask you for a second, Andrew. Let me yeah. just interject for a second. So that's amazing. Okay, the staking side is more passive, right? But Metaverse Group, you talked about all the leases and the brands you're working with. You just went through Hulk Show. with how are you guys getting the word out there? Because the great thing about tokens.com that I want everyone to understand is there's Georgecom tokens and we're talking to big game and we got these big ideas, but nobody, we're not succeeding in the business world. There's no, nobody's really paying us for anything. So we're just floundering. And then there's tokens.com, which has real solutions, but you're actually attracting B2B. You're attracting you know, clients who rely on you. How are you guys getting the word out? How's the world finding out about you? Because clearly you guys are kicking ass with that.
0: Well, we're continuing to put out press releases. We're trying to, you know, do things like this interview where we're trying to communicate the things we're doing. Like I said, we have three solid businesses that are all revenue positive, anchored in real assets. We're trying to get the word out there. Like I said, from a valuation perspective, if you just take our our staking assets and our cash, which is all publicly disclosed, that's pretty much equivalent to our market cap right now. So we're trading at almost like our, our cash and liquid token value that gives zero value to the metaverse group digital land that we hold to the value of a metaverse business that we're building there or to hulk labs and what we're doing there and so at today's prices you're essentially getting the businesses free, free. um so i think we're businesses
1: for free
0: yeah Zero. so you know i think we're incredibly undervalued but you know back to what we we're saying this is an incredibly tough time um we're well capitalized management team actually owns closer to 25 percent i did the 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 the, ask, the, the look this morning So we're invested in the the fastest growing, I think, most important areas of Web3. We have revenue positive businesses. We have an aligned management team and we're well capitalized and have the ability to fund ourselves for the next few years without going to the market. It's just a matter of us continuing to talk about it. But, you know, sometimes I feel like it doesn't matter what you do. There's just a lot of, you know, the overall sentiment in the market, especially for small cap tech, is, is, is negative today. There's no question and so for us, it's part, you know, I think this is a great buying opportunity for people. Um, we'll continue to, you know, ride out the storm. And once this turns, I think we're going to be well positioned. Uh, I don't know how my, our peers in the public realm are doing, but I see a lot of them are issuing equity at, you know, very low market caps and diluting. No, them. there's
1: pain out there. Facebook's down 62%, like like we said. So there's Shopify is down, I don't know, 75%. So right. there's pain, but the but the most important thing is that the what ha, what's happening in the capital markets has almost no effect on what's going on with the operating side there's a there's a massive dislocate there and by the yeah. way if you remember and maybe we'll flash on the screen because we'll find this after the interview is done but jeff Bezos had a very famous quote back when his stock got beaten to hell during the dot-com crash where paraphrasing he said hey if you believe what's going on in the stock market is what are is, is is what's happening with our business then you deserve <laughs> to not participate in the future growth because our operating side is kicking butt. So is it fair to say, Andrew, that the business of tokens.com has never been stronger than it is today?
0: I, I totally agree. We've never owned more tokens. Um, our, you know, our revenue generation continues to grow beyond where it was last year. You know, Last year, we had a $400 million market cap. Today, we're down to $16 million. I mean, there's a massive dislocation here between how the operations and the business is going versus the market perception, which is really just in in panic mode right now.
1: What is the demand like? So obviously you're getting the word out there because of the, when you have these discussions with, you know, so well beyond Georgecom, you are talking to big companies, big, do you see them? uh, How do you see their appetite for web three, for, for metaverse, for uh, play to earn and gaming and all these different solutions? Is it ferocious? Like you, you excited about it or they still have to be, or they still have to be talked into it.
0: When I tell people about the different things that we're doing, I think everybody gets excited. So very similar we did now, but even into more depth where we we dive into the numbers. I think people get very excited. I think, you know, whether it's institutions or family offices, there's a huge degree of interest there in, in what we're doing. And as a way to play the growth in Web3, because again, we're different. A lot of companies will say, oh, we're building a token. And if we reach critical mass or if we do this, I've always taken a different approach, which is, Let's utilize the assets, the Web3 assets that are out there. Let's utilize other people's success, other people's assets that we can buy and then find ways to generate revenue off it. And that's very clear in our metaverse group where we own all this digital land. And rather than just sitting on it passively, we have found a way to make that into a profitable business where, again, we have like over 80 clients, a ton waiting to work with us where we're creating these virtual experiences, virtual stores, virtual events. You know, pretty soon we'll be talking again about the... The Metaverse Fashion Show, which is going to take place this past March, that was hosted on our land and attracted over 100,000 unique visitors. Think about that. 100,000 unique visitors to an event. That is an advertising opportunity. That is a retailing opportunity. There's a merchandising opportunity. The way brands are looking at this stuff today is different than when we were young. Advertising on commercial cable TV is not the way to go. This is how brands are positioned. I sat on a panel a couple of weeks ago with Walmart. Walmart is the largest retailer in the world. And they just launched a metaverse within Roblox. What does that tell you? I mean, every single large organization is pointing the way for us here. The market is dislocated.
1: And I'm making a point of that Walmart quote just to make sure we have it for later. So um, is it is it fair to say that you're nothing but bullish as far? Because some people will say, ah, the metaverse, th- th- I want to address that as a final question. I still talk to some people who say, either I don't understand the metaverse or I think the metaverse is ridiculous. It's never going to happen. Well, how do you because I know I know how I explain and tell people and right. usually within two minutes I've changed their mind. What do you t- what do you tell people when they say, nah, Andrew, people aren't going to go to the metaverse, they're just gonna they're just gonna go to George Com and scroll through, you know, e-commerce, how to to buy this cup or whatever the case is. They're never gonna change.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways I would address it. So if you look at the early days of the internet, when the first browser was established in 1992, people were like, you know, what do we do with this? This was pre-Wi-Fi or anything. But you know, seven or eight years later, Wi-Fi was introduced and then better browsers and then the ability to do all these things. We're at the very early stages of this. But again, just look at where the money is going. Walmart, Apple, everybody is engaging in this area. And for people who don't think that the metaverse is here, let me give you some quick statistics here. Roblox has 200 million users per month.
1: I know. Minecraft great.
0: has hundreds of millions of people signed up. They're hosting shows, like all the musicians, everybody is doing stuff in the metaverse today. Like it's happening as these kids get older. I said it before, they're gonna have digital wallets before they have bank accounts. That's important. This is about the future, but it's actually here today. I don't know if you have got kids. My kids every day come home yep. and like, can we have some more Robux? This is where kids go to meet and socialize. This is where they're learning about brands, where they're understanding, you know, what's the difference between Gucci and Gap. They don't go to the mall anymore. I grew up going to the mall. That's how I learned about, you know, what to shop and what different Walk brands. to Fairview yeah. Mall. That's right. Today, my kids don't even know what the mall is. They go into these metaverses. They play and there's advertising and gamification different things that are going in. That's why Walmart's going in there. They're trying to get in to sort of, uh, you know, brand themselves as a, a, a web three company with the, you know, the youngest consumers or the people who are going to be their biggest consumers in the future, it's already happening. Um, I think it's, it's naive and it's akin to sort of dismissing the internet back in, you know, 2000, to be dismissing the, the impact of the metaverse in the future. And for people who, again, it's developing, but this is really the future of social, you know, media. It's the future of online shopping, gaming, finance. Think about the metaverse as sort of the, the various platforms that operate on it as a way to deliver different experiences to people, a different way of using the internet.
1: Andrew, I'd ask you what else is to come, uh, but it sounds like there's a lot coming. Uh, I can't wait to have you back because you and I could sit here and speak for an hour about all this. But the most important, the two most important things I want to get across that you've gotten across, I want to summarize is one, tokens.com is the vehicle for traditional investors, small cap, large cap investors who want exposure to all this, but say, I don't know what a metaverse is. I don't know what a Roblox is. I don't know what Decentraland and Sandbox is. I just want exposure to it. So one, that's critical and you've proven that. And two, you guys are real. you are I don't want to say you are the Amazon because I don't want people to think we're, but I'm going to say you're in that same category, which is they may be dislocate with the market, the capital markets, for reasons that have nothing to do with you, inflation, war in Europe, energy crisis, but you guys are real. You've got real customers, real revenues, three divisions, and they're each growing. So, for everyone at home that's watching or listen on on YouTube or listening by, by Spotify, I cannot wait to see what Tokens.com uh, becomes next five years. Uh, and I'll leave last words to you.
0: No, thank you very much. I mean it's exactly right. Like I said, we're, we're trying to build real businesses anchored by assets that give people exposure to the most important categories in web three. And like I said, right now we're trading at very cheap values equivalent to our cash and token values. So, you know, a lot of upside here for the future.
1: Thanks for joining us, Andrew. I'm sure it's October the 19th. So I'm sure we're going to have you back because by what your own words, it looks like more announcements are coming, but thanks for joining us today because everyone who loves the metaverse At Web3, this is exactly what they need to hear. Thank you, my friend.
0: Thank you. For
1: everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcasts on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Andrew Kegel, he's CEO and co-founder of tokens.com. Trades in Canada under COIN, coin. For friends in the US, SMURF, that's right. That spells SMURF. Uh, For those of you the story, because there's so many things going on, get to their profile page on Agoracom. We've simplified the message there broken it down so you can understand tokens.com because we know a lot of you are still trying to wrap your minds around it and then once you got that knowledge get over to talking to tokens.com do your deep dive due diligence because you believe in the future of web 3 and the metaverse you got to look at tokens.com and i won't say anything else thanks for joining us have a great day see you next time
0: thank you